He found out about Daddy DeWine's order. Daddy DeWine ain't catching shit tonight. Hello, everybody. Welcome to 4.30 in the morning. This is your boy, Ben. And Pat is back. This is episode number... You're not... You're not back. You were here the last time. No, like, you, you, to, you be, were... to be back is to be back in the studio. I'm back in the studio. Okay, you need. You, okay, when when you say that, you're too vague. Okay, you say, all right, it feels to be back in the studio. No, we're we're back in the show. We're doing the show. Yeah, everyone knows that. Anyways, episode six, everybody. Yes. Um, and we waited. Obviously, the show is four thirty in the morning, but due to Ohio law. Um, we had to wait till five. In the morning. We had to wait till five o'clock. So we're, we're coming at you live at five o'clock in the morning tonight, <laughs> today, this morning, whatever, whatever it is. And we got quite the show in store for you guys, don't we, Ben? Yeah, we do. We definitely do. So what do you got news-wise? Because news, man, like it's it's dumb. You probably won't like, but I just I thought I was reading this and I was like, man, this is kind of funny. I didn't even know this was a thing. Okay, I was today years old when I figured out that you were today years old. I was today years old. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did I? I'm sorry if that came out incorrect. It sounded like eight, but then you said <laughs> I was no, definitely not eight. But uh, this is from Odd News and uh, November sixteenth, twenty twenty. So I, I guess it wasn't today. It's called days ago pigeon becomes the world's most expensive after selling for 1.9 million wait a pigeon yeah listen to this man a champion racing pigeon sold by a belgian trainer broke a world record and became the world's most expensive pigeon when it sold for nearly 1.9 million racing pigeon they race pigeons why wasn't i told of this and why have i not invested into this i want to see some racing pigeons are you kidding me? How have we not? I mean, we've got race horses. But s- since when do we race pigeons? I bet you they're probably race. At, where where was this again? Uh, Belgian. So, Belgian. Be- Bel- <laughs> Belgium. I Belgium. Guess. I, I, okay. I, uh, you know, it's uh, for those of you listeners that don't know, Belgium is a Western European country. It is northwest of France. I want to say northeast of France. We're going to say northeast of France. Correct us if we are wrong. Yes. If any of you Belgian listeners are out there, you want to tell us the exact geographic location of Belgium, you can tweet us at 30 in the (laughs) T-H-I-R-T-Y-I-N-T-H-E. Go ahead and send us a tweet if you're from Belgium and you know where you're located in Europe. So to continue the article, New Kim, a two-year-old bird put up for sale on the PIPA auction website by retired trainer Gatson Van de Wooer. 76 fetched up a top bid of $1,894,672 at the close of the auction Sunday. The website said the pigeon was purchased by a Chinese buyer using the pseudonym Super Duper. I'm going to stop you right there. We have missed our career calling. Exactly. Is that guy, did that guy just say that he was a pigeon trainer? Yes. Okay, I don't know. That that sounds like the epitome of made-up job that you probably make a lot of money doing anyways. <laughs> how, how do you... Where did this, how is this even happening? This, this what does this even mean? Like 2020, uh, baby. Uh, racing pigeons. I think we need to open up the market here in the United States for racing pigeons. You know, I think my uh, one of my great-grandparents bred pigeons. Well, there we go. We already got a breeder. Yeah, except they're not around anymore, obviously. Oh. Anyways, um, I don't know how to follow that. Like Every time, every time I'm like, okay, I think I got a news story for the show, Ben leads in with something ridiculous that I can't follow. So I do, ha- I do have, a, I do have a news story, but it's not nearly as good as that. Um, if you guys remember back to our very first episode of the show, we talked about former NFL running back Larry Johnson. Yeah, tell us about Larry. Well, I'm just gonna tell you one thing real quick. We we speculated on the show because we didn't we didn't know. 
for sure um, if he played for the Chiefs or if he played for the Washington football team. It turns out he was a Chief. He was never a member of the Washington football team. But I do have some news about the Washington football team. Let's hear it. So, obviously, their whole name change has been a big news story in the in the last year or so. Yeah. Uh, Dan Schneider, the owner, who is probably one of the probably one of the worst owners in the NFL in terms of just yeah just moral moral fortitude. He doesn't have a whole lot of that, does he? Anyways, um, there's been a lot of discussion as to what their new name is going to be because obviously they're not just going to stick with the Washington football team, right? Probably not. Well. It sounds like there's a very good chance that they're just going to roll with it. Are you sure? So that's just going to be the name of the team. Oh, my they God. They said that they don't. They can't imagine a scenario where they can get a name ready by 2021 at this point. Why not? Because, um, first of all, I think they were going to go with the Red Wolves. Oh and there was, some, there was some random guy that just bought up all the trademarks. <laughs> and it's just saying, just holding up his middle finger to Dan Schneider and being like, fuck you. You have to give me a whole lot of money for these trademarks. So he got that that guy bought the name that they're going to go with because they were not planning on going with the Washington football team. Right. He bought it, and if you own it, you own it. Right. And they didn't have a backup plan, or he bought up all the backup plans or whatever. Smart they couldn't guy. come up with enough money to buy this guy off. So they just went with the Washington football who, team. Who is this guy, and how much just, money does he have? It's just some random guy. And I mean, buying trademarks, as long as you're smart about it, it's not like it's, it doesn't take a whole lot of money. I think he spent a lot of money on it, but. It doesn't take like you can you could register anything as a trademark. If, if, if you, I mean, shit. All right, yeah, go on. So, um, so they're they're they don't have time to really get because you got to get new uniforms done and the NFL has to approve the uniforms and you got to get all the branding done. Yeah, it makes sense. And they're at the point where they don't think they can get that done by 2021. So they think that the Washington Football Team will be the Washington Football Team for 2021. And at this point, they're just like, well, we already did, we already did this for two years. Why not just go with it? Yeah. Um. Do you have any idea, like, if you if you were in charge, what would you try to name that team? If you could pick anything. Well, the guy probably bought it out, but I liked the Red Tails. Yeah, that was a good one. That, um, that was probably my favorite one. And that is the most popular one on social media, supposedly, yeah. which I think I would be fine with that. I, li- I like it. I think that's a cool name. So shout out to the Tuskegee, the Tus- Tuskegee Airmen that fought in World War II. Yeah, definitely. Um, I always thought that they should completely rebrand and roll with the Washington Sentinels, like in the movie The Replacements. Have you ever seen that movie? I don't think so. With Keanu Reeves as the quarterback, Gene Hackman as the coach. No, I haven't seen that. It's a pretty good movie. It's um, it's based on when the NFL had the the, the player strike, where the players went on strike, and they were playing with replacement players for a while. Mm-hmm. It's called The Replacements, and it's a bunch of replacement players go out, and then the Washington team is the last team that really have their own players cross. So there, there are replacement players out there playing in like the real NFL, basically. Mm-hmm. And John Madden's in it. You know, uh, John Favreau. It rings a bell. He's a director of the Iron Man movies and a director of the Mandalorian movies. Yeah, he plays okay. a linebacker in that movie. No shit. And it's all these guys like Keanu Reeves plays Footsteps Falco, which is kind of like Joe Flacco. I can't remember his first name in the movie. Mm-hmm. But he's a quarter, washed up quarterback from Ohio State who didn't couldn't make it in the pros. <laughs> and this is the second movie that Keanu Reeves has played a washed up quarterback from Ohio State in because in uh, the movie, what's the one where they're surfing and they're jumping out of planes? Uh, Point Break. In the movie Point Break, he plays Johnny Utah, who is also <laughs> a quarterback from Ohio State. So Keanu Reeves has done this twice, but the Washington he's Sentinels. He's great. He's great. It'd be a different. It would be a different color scheme. But I always thought that they should just go with that, like. Yeah. How sweet would that be? That would be awesome. I mean, anything, like, if you are a Washington fan, you can't talk shit in any situation because your team literally does not have a name. And on the NFL app right now, 
uh, they they do everything just by the nickname. So it literally, you're going through scores. It just says football team. <laughs> Doesn't even say Washington. A lot of that people just been going with Washington. It just says football team. That is, it's just sad. Anyways, uh, so what were we what were we planning on talking about today? Well, um, ghost stories. Ghost stories. That's a pretty yeah. big topic. Now, um, for all you listeners, me and Ben, Ben and I, I should say. There you go. Uh, I don't know where our beliefs line up when it comes to a lot of different things. When it comes to like weird stuff. I am fascinated by anything that's not normal. So ghosts, aliens, weird stuff, sign me up. I'm, I'm the expert on anything. If, if there is an expert, if I'm an expert on one thing, and we said that we're not experts on anything several times, if there's one thing I'm an expert on, it's that type of shit. Isn't that right, Ben? That is very right. I mean, that uh, I wouldn't say I'm an expert on them, but I am interested in, in all of them, and I'm always looking up shit on them. Yeah. And watching you, I'm on, I go so deep into YouTube with the weird shit. Yeah, and that's one thing that we've, me and Ben have, this has been part of our lives for a while now. Is just, yes, definitely. Just getting in some weird stuff. And it hasn't been everything. It hasn't been a lot of it. But you remember back even in high school, we used to do this type of shit. Yeah, we and we had we went through this little period in our lives where we became ghost hunters. Basically. And we, we are going to tell you the tales of our ghosts' adventures. Our, our ghost adventures? <laughs> we never really saw anything. Nothing ever really happened. Shit did though. You remember? You remember the cemetery? Yeah, I was in the car, so not for, not for the penny. You saw the damn penny. Yeah. Okay. We're so, gonna get into that. We're gonna get into some. We're gonna get into some contacts for a little bit. And we're gonna bring Tim on the show, so we he can, to... so he can vouch for the other story we're gonna. And tell. I was thinking about this when it comes to people that have like ghost stories. Tim actually thinks he's seen ghosts before. I believe him. Like, he has a couple stories that kind of gave me shivers because it was yeah. just kind of a weird situation. And he's just like, woke up. I thought I was dreaming. I wasn't. And there's a ghost standing right there. Dude, I believe him 100%. Tim doesn't lie. He does. Not about that shit. Yes, he does. Tim does lie. He makes well, up He's very convincing. He's like a British he, guy. He's been doing this type of shit since he was three. He told, like, like, he would talk to, like, parents of, like, my friends, like, back when he was a little kid. And he'd be like, he'd talk about how he had brain surgery and about how we used to live in Hawaii. And they they just start talking to my mom about it. They'd be like, hey, tell me about Tim's brain surgery. <laughs> no shit. And my mother's <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? Jeez. And he would he would just tell he would just tell weird weird stories like that. So That's funny. Tim does lie. Anyways. Damn it, Tim. So back to the cemetery. In our area, and we're not gonna name we're not naming names at no, this point. No, we're not gonna name the names. But we have a a park. It's basically a park, I guess. It's not really. It's not really close, but it's not really that far away. It's probably like what twenty minutes. Twenty minutes away. It's enough. It's far enough that it's like out in the country. Kinda. But it's close enough that you can get there quickly. If that makes any sense. Yeah, it's not out in Timbuktu. Anyways, um, it's a pretty nice like a like a park. Yeah. But within the park, there's a really old cemetery, and by really old, I mean it has the oldest settler graves in our entire area. It's it's. I think the the oldest grave is the. Early 18. It dates back to like 1830s, like 1835 or something. 1830. Which is really old for our area, at least. Yes. Considering our area was like the last part of our state to get settled. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't. Yeah. That's a whole other story. But yeah. yeah. Anyways, so we're talking a really old summer. We're we're talking close to 200 years old almost. Almost. And obviously, a cemetery that old is going to create urban legends to begin with. Yes. But. There's been a lot of ghost stories surrounding this this cemetery. So we've been going out there. I, my my mother was the first one to take me out there, and that was, this was years ago. This was as little kids, basically. Mm-hmm. 
And she explained some of those stories, but she didn't really talk about the ghost. She would just talk about the history mostly. She never talked about the ghost aspect of the whole place. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until a little bit later when I started getting into the ghosts as like a teenager that I discovered that there was a lot of ghost stories attached to this place. Anyways, um, so I started researching this place a little bit. I found some ghost stories about it. And that became very interesting to me because here was a, an actual tangible place that I was at that was creepy back in the day. I'm like, oh shit. There's some ghost stories attached to this place. So I started getting into it a little bit. And I would I can't remember. I'm trying to remember how many times I went out there. I feel like I went out there a lot. Well, we went out there at least four times. Yeah, I feel like me and Tim went out there. I feel like some other high school friends and I went out there before, too. It was, um, we were going out there a lot in high school. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I mean, Saturday afternoon, you're not really doing anything. Right. Let's go to the, the haunted cemetery, basically, was what it was. Shit. But, you know, during that time, I never I never actually saw anything or felt anything or heard anything. The only thing that we had was when we were trying to do an EVP session, you guys should have seen this, it was us out there trying to be like on a TV show, but all we had was my little cell phone. Mm -hmm. And it had a little bit of an audio recorder thing. It didn't carry much recording, but we play something and we talk and we're just listening to ourselves ask questions like idiots, basically. And then at the very end of the one recording, we heard like a scream. Do you remember that? Like this kind of rah! I do remember that. So that was that was weird. That was probably the weirdest thing we weird. ever caught. And it was just it was and, at the very end. And, you know, there are different... There's apparently four ghosts that haunt it, correct? There's the three children and then the girl. You see, that's the thing that doesn't make any sense, is whenever I research that place, there are three different graves that kind of tell the same story. Mm -hmm. So when we go there, we look at all three. Yeah. We do. And it's the girl that is the most the most like noticed or the most seen, supposedly. Well, there was a moment. That was that's Eliza's grave. Yes. And the name is either Eliza or Rebecca because one is named Eliza and the other two are both named Rebecca, which is interesting. Well, supposedly if you park in front of Eliza's grave, she messes with your car. And now I, I swear to God, dude, that one time that one time, you remember you your radio wouldn't turn off. Yeah, I do remember You had that. it in the off position, and it wouldn't turn off. Now, I have to ask, was that something that we knew about prior to us going there? Or was that something that we created because it was just kind of weird and it happened? No, we knew about remember the that. car being weird, and the car was weird for weeks after that. It wasn't weird. If it you look up the cemetery and read the shit that people have said, they, okay. they, it says that she will they will mess with your headlights. And what's weird is it didn't stop being weird until I went back. I don't think I went back by myself because... Ugh. Anyways. And there is the three children that all died young. And yes. they were siblings. And they died in 1865, like right around Christmas time, which is it's, it's a tragic story. Terrible. I mean, I think one was like eight, and the other one was like 10, and the other one was, it was like, tw like 12, 11 12, or 12 or something. Something like that. It was terrible. And it had to have been a flu or something. Yeah. But, but and that grave is very prominent. It's very easily visible. Yeah. According to legend, I guess the kids will scatter the flowers around the cemetery. Is, okay. Isn't that correct? I don't know if I remember that one, but it wouldn't surprise me. And do you remember the time, now granted, this could have been just animals, but do you remember the time we went there and there was just a pile of acorns right by their grave? Do you remember that? No. Or was that Tim? It might have been Tim because we, we would go at different times. We would kind of like. Like, one of us would sit in the car, the other two would go out, or we'd split up, or whatever. Yeah. We've had weird shit happen, man. You guys had the scream, which I don't... I was in the car for. We both... I'm telling you right now. We both ran to the car. I remember you guys running to the car. We ran to the car, because we know we heard that shit, man. We know that we have heard not that have, shit. Could that not have been an animal, though, or something like that? I don't know any animal that sounds like that. Really? Really. I mean, I, I can't... I wasn't there. I didn't hear the scream, so... 
I mean, it just it sounded like it sounded like a woman screaming. That's what it sounded like. Weird, a blood gurgling scream. I mean, it's not like it's a very inactive area. It could have been. It could have been people goofing around, kids having fun. But there really wasn't anybody there that day. No, there, there really. Wasn't. It is a quiet. It's kind of a quiet. And the parking lot isn't very close. The, well, it's close, but there weren't there weren't any cars there because we would have seen them. Anyways, the one thing that I always found weird about that place is that grave. Back to the grave of the three kids. Yeah. There's always toys left on the on that grave. So yeah. who who is going out there? Like, there's somebody out there that is routinely distributing stuff on that grave. Yeah. We're so, talking about a grave that's been, it's 155 years old. I got the math right on that one. And I have to apologize, listeners, last week um, I did mess up the math when it came to the distance between two of Roy Cleveland Sullivan's lightning strikes. <laughs> so um, I apologize. It was 27 years, not 17. I said 17. Um, I'm not a math, math mathematician, but I got the math right on this one. Anyways, who's leaving these? Who's leaving these toys? Maybe somebody just knows the story. Maybe it's a maybe it's a generation of the family. I don't know. That's interesting. I really want to hang out there and like try to like identify like who's who's out there. Yeah. Like keeping these keeping this type of thing going because obviously if there's a random grave in a cemetery of all old graves that's having stuff routinely dropped at it, 155 years later. Somebody, somebody either knows knows something, or somebody's really just attached to the. We need to go and observe. We need to go there. Yeah, and it's a it's kind of a small cemetery, so it's very tricky to. How would we figure that out? You know what we could do? We wear camouflage. Oh. I know a second parking lot in that place. It's like a mile walk away, but we can park there and then kind of meander through the woods and just hang out in the woods. I'll go on one end, you'll go on the other end, so we get the whole thing covered. This sounds scary. Well, what's the worst that's gonna happen? We'll be within like 200 yards of each other. One I don't of know. We'll decide. probably see like Bigfoot or something out there. Bigfoot does not exist out there. Where does Bigfoot exist? Um, farther south huh. in the Appley. I bet you if we went to Hocking Hills, we'd see Bigfoot. We got to look for him too. Yeah, we definitely do. But you know the the Penny story, right? Yes. Like the experience online that the guy yes. is talking about? Yes. Why don't you go over that real quick? Well, there is a different urban legend, and I can't remember which grave it's even attached to. It was the oldest one. It was the oldest one? Yes. Uh, but our experience was different with the penny. Okay, well, you're confusing me, so I'm going to let you lead this one. Well, if I remember correctly, reading that legend, because I remember you talking about it. Okay. So I wanted to go look it up. Sure. So they went to the oldest grave. These, I think it was like a couple guys. This was it? this was like they, they broke in after hours, basically? Yeah. Okay. And they found a penny on the grave, right? I thought that it wasn't there and then it was there. I thought it appeared out of nowhere. Yeah, but they went back and there was another penny on the grave. Isn't that right? Yeah. And then we went and we saw the penny. Yeah, but it was it wasn't on that grave. It was on the other grave. That's right because it was on the other yes. one. It was on the other one. That was weird. When we went and there, we went there because we went there. It was we on the at three it. kids. We, we looked at it and it was at the. It was on the top. Yes. And we looked at it first time. We didn't see it. We came back and then we saw it. Dude, okay. This the grave is the gravestone of these three kids is white. Yes. Okay. When we were looking at the grave, and there was nothing on it. I swear to God, there was nothing on it. There were the toys, but they didn't really. Yeah, but there was. You would tell if there was a penny on it. Yes. And we walked away. I swear to God, it wasn't even. It wasn't more than a minute. We walked back. Yeah. And there was a there was a penny on that grave when we walked back. Which that was really weird. And I remember that now. That kind of gave me chills. Yeah. That was. We left after. Remember? I think we ran to the truck. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't stick around <laughs> for too long after that. That 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 cemetery is legit, man. That it is a very cre- if nothing else, it is a very creepy place. It is very very creepy, and it's it's very interesting to read all the graves. And there's how a, old there's they a are. lot of history, and I think honestly, I think that 
people still own plots, and I think it's still active. Really? I think so. Because there's that whole, you know, that whole, like, back area. I think that's all still for sale, huh. which is weird. Yeah. Anyways. It hasn't expanded very far. No. I, I, I mean, since we've been there. And there are, like, some Civil War soldiers that have been buried there. There's a lot of history there. Yeah. Which is, it's, it's a cool little place. And it gets national attention when it comes to haunted cemeteries. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. It's on, wasn't it on, like, one of the top 20 lists? Yeah, one of the lists that I read. Yeah. And there are some really creepy photographs that I've seen supposedly taken there. Now, a photograph could be anything. It'd be somebody editing or whatever. But some of the photographs, like, it's it's a little girl kind of sitting on a gravestone, basically. It's kind of creepy. I'll have to look that up. I want to yeah. see that picture. Anyways, do we have anything else I wanted to talk about with that? I don't know. Do you have any... Um, I can tell you something weird. Uh-oh. So, the other day, um, Paige text messaged me when I was at work, and she said... Somebody knocked on the door, and she looked out the window. There was nobody there, and but and then like a little later, she heard it again. There was another knock, and but she looked out, and there was nothing there. And I was just like, man, it's kind of freaky, you know. Just make sure the doors are locked, you know. I was kind of worried, you know. The next day, when she was at CrossFit, I heard a knock on the door. It was the front door. Like it was, I was, I was not mistaking. There was a knock on the door, and I don't just open the door, you know. Sure, I don't, I don't either. I don't, you know. I don't want, I don't, if you're not invited, I do not open the door to you. The uninvited never come in. Right. And I looked out the window, there was, there was nobody out there. Nobody out there. I saw nobody. And well, I, and I told Paige when she got home, I'm like, is this house haunted? Because I looked at, I, I swear to God, the, 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 somebody knocked on the door and there was no one there. Let me ask you this. Have you had anything like ordered from Amazon or delivered recently? No, no, not that I know of. Okay. Because I do know they do that very quickly. This was like two weeks ago. Okay. Maybe no, maybe maybe like a week and a half ago. But I have I have heard the knock and then seen them in their truck, like within. No, there was nobody. I would have seen them because okay. I I looked out the window right away. That is weird. That is really creepy. Yeah, man, and it hasn't happened since. Maybe it was the wind. I don't know. I'd rather be a ghost than somebody yeah. creeping on you guys. But I yeah I I asked Paige. I was like, hey, you know, maybe uh, maybe this place is uh, a little haunty haunt. Well, welcome to my life, basically. Well, your house is definitely haunted. Yeah, we're not gonna get into my house on this show, <laughs> but I was I was telling some of the stories to like some of my coworkers. Yeah, and the one woman was like, "We have to go over. We have to go over there and do an EVP session." <laughs> and then I'm like, "Well, I think it's a demonic entity." And she was like, "No, we're not. We're not going anywhere near this thing." Well, we need to. We need to do an EVP session. Yes, we could do that. We we could do a live episode of the podcast. We could. It's us doing an EVP session in the house. Okay, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pencil that in sometime. Maybe over Christmas if we get if we get a shutdown over Christmas. I don't know what's gonna happen with that, but I will. I'm working every day. Okay, well, yes, we're not gonna we're not gonna do the EVP session during those days. Then we have to cut this entire thing. <laughs> um, however, my parents' house kind of creeps me out a little bit. And yeah. my parents' house was my grandparents' house, and then they moved in after my grandparents kind of moved on. Mm-hmm. So um, that place is creepy. Yeah. Um, before my grandparents bought the house, the former owners said that they had this like clock over the fireplace and they said that the clock stays with the house before they finalize the sale. Hmm. Now, obviously my grandparents, they didn't really do a whole lot of crazy things in that place. They did a little bit of remodeling here and there. Yeah. Mostly remodeling. They didn't really mess with the decor that much. Of course, my mom moves in, everything just completely changed basically. Yeah. And of course the clock came down. Ever since that clock came down, there's been the shadow person walking in that room. 
back and forth. And you can see them through the kitchen. If you look through the dining room and then through the kitchen, if you're sitting on like the porch, and most of the time we spend time over there, we spend time on the porch. Yeah. So it's a straight shot. It's through the dining room, the kitchen, and then into that room. Yeah. You see a figure walking back. And you, you've seen it? Yes. Now, obviously, I thought it was like a shadow playing tricks on me because my mother has some weird lighting in there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so at first, it was kind of like, it must be an optical illusion or something because it's kind of a far look. Yeah. The one time I saw it, though, it was, it blocked out all the light. And I was like, you got to be, you got to be kidding me. Because I thought, I thought it was an optical illusion because I've been seeing it all the time. And then I'm looking right at it and it just like blocks out everything. Dude, that is insane. And my brother's seen it. My uncle has seen it now, many is, times. Is it like an everyday thing? More times than not when you're there, you see it out of the corner of your eye. I've only ever seen it like like that, like blocking out everything once. Man. Now, what was really weird was my cousin from out of town was hanging out with us one night and late night. And he hadn't heard the story. He's n- we never see him. He's never in the area. He doesn't know any of the goofy shit that we got going on. But mm-hmm. we were hanging out with him the one night, and he was sitting there in perfect view. And it was late, and my uncle was just like, hey, Pat, I saw that thing walk by again. And then my cousin is just like, what What thing? What the hell are you guys talking about? And my uncle was like, oh, yeah, by the way, we got this ghost in this house that walks back and forth. <laughs> and my cousin just sitting there, and his face just turns white. And he's like, you guys have got to be shitting me. You guys aren't being serious right now. I'm like, what are you talking about? So I've been watching that thing walk back and forth all night, thinking that I'm insane. <laughs> and he was seeing it, and he's not the kind of guy that's going to say something. Say, say something. Yeah. yeah. And... Dude, because there have been I times... have to see this shadow figure. You gotta get it on video. Yeah, I gotta work on that. I gotta figure out how to do that. They do have security cameras up, and they have seen some really. They've seen like some like like apparitions on the security. Are you camera. kidding? <laughs> me? They have. My dad. My dad's the expert on that. But uh... dude, you could start a ghost adventure show at your parents' house. I think so. And if you want to take things a step further, back when my grandma was still alive, she had a motion sensing Christmas tree up. Mm-hmm. Now, we've heard noises kind of coming from, like, the entranceway and, like, the hallway. Haven't really seen as much over there as we have in the other part of the house where we see a thing walking back and forth. But my grandma had this motion-sensing Christmas tree up. And now my grandma believed in ghosts, and she would tell you, if you if you asked her, she'd tell you about some of the ghosts that she'd seen. And But she was kind of weird about it. Like, you, she didn't really want to talk about it, but she would if you wanted to, basically. Right. But she didn't want to believe that her house was haunted. So she had this motion-sensing Christmas tree up. And she said that one night, it kept going off in the middle of the night. And she was just like, yeah, the Christmas tree keeps going off. I don't know what it is. And she's like, oh, I think it's the cars driving by. And that was the biggest made-up story ever. (laughs) Because the way that that street is, it's it's impossible for that to even... A Christmas tree? Come on. Yeah. They wouldn't read that. So that kind of creeped me out, too. And then it, it kind of played into where they hear noises. So we're thinking that you hear it, you hear it walking through the house, and then you start to see it towards the very end mm-hmm. type of a thing. Yeah. But it's weird because it feels like it's like I didn't realize my mom was up at 4 o'clock in the morning, and it's not her up. She's sound asleep. It's the thing walking back and forth. That's creepy, man. Yeah, it definitely you is. Gotta get, you got to catch that in the act, man. Yeah, we, we're going to have to try to do that. Oh, yeah. Anyways, um... So I got some new soap the other day. Oh, my God. I'll tell you what. I'm a sucker for, like, kind of the designer soaps, like the body wash type. Like, you ever see those Dr. Squatch ads? Dr. what? Dr. Squatch. Squatch? Yes. No, I have not. Okay, it's a soap brand, and it's actually pretty good soap. Yeah? Yeah, but I'm not going to talk about Dr. Squatch. I'm talking about Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon. Duke Cannon soap. It's a bar soap. That It's a body wash bar soap type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's pretty good soap. Does it leave your skin dry? No, it actually moisturizes. No shit. I've only been using it for a little bit, but 
I'll have to check that out for sure. Anyways, I got this Duke Cannon soap. And it's kind of like some like badass old fashioned like 1940s soap. No shit. I found this a while ago, and I shipped a, I shipped one to my brother without telling him anything about it. <laughs> the name of the the name of the actual soap was called Naval Supremacy, <laughs> and it was branded it was branded as a big ass bar of soap, <laughs> and it said it said Naval Supremacy, and it said smell like Naval Supremacy. <laughs> so I'm thinking this is the greatest thing to just ship to my brother with no context. So he open he opens it up. And he's like, this is the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> he used it. He said that he got a whole lot of showers out of it. He used it. That was his, that was his, what he, that was his soap from then on until it ran out. Dude, I got to get this naval, nasal. Naval. Naval. So it's got a picture of boat captain on it. Naval supremacy. Yes. I'm getting it. And like then tonight. So, so I ordered the three pack. So you get naval supremacy, although they rebranded it to be naval diplomacy, which is a little <laughs> bit, it's a little bit weaker. It's a little bit weaker. Nah, I want the supremacy shit. Yeah, I ordered the supremacy shit, but they gave me the diplomacy shit. Why? So. <laughs> Why? It is the same. It's it's the same exact soap, but just rebranded. But you said it's weaker. It's weaker. The name is weaker. Okay, but supremacy the... is about as strong as it gets. The diplomacy is kind of like ah. Uh, but the kinda... soapness is the same. The like, soapness, it's the, it's the, the same, it's the same soap. soap. Okay, I don't want a different soap. And I'll tell you what, you use this in your shower, your entire bathroom is going to smell great. All right, I'm trying this out. But there are two other brands. There are two other or two other types. I got Victory, mm. which is a kind of an army green. I'm not so sure about this one. Hmm. And then the third one I'm really not not so sure about is Old Milwaukee. Just like Milwaukee's best beer. You, you just can't drink Old it. Old Milwaukee is no. what it says. And it says made with, on the box, it literally says made with Old Milwaukee lager beer. Are you shit? So, <laughs> I don't know what the hell that means. It kind of smells, it kind of has like a bay rum smell. Any, but any type of Milwaukee anything drink-wise, just run away. Dude, Old Milwaukee Light, have you ever had that? No, it's I don't. Like, it's like a 3.8 alcohol. You can't even taste it. And I'll tell you what, we had a 4th of July party a couple summers ago where it was like 95 degrees out. And obviously, 4th of July, you kind of want to drink a little bit, right? Yeah. I show up with a 30-pack of Old Milwaukee Light, and everybody's like, what the hell is this shit, Pat? What kind of cheap-ass shit you bring in? And I'm like, <laughs> guys, just trust me. And everybody was drinking that all day. They are like, yeah, you know, in a 95-degree day where you want to drink, but you don't really want to drink because who the hell wants to drink in a 95-degree day? Yeah. It was a perfect beer. See, for me, that's... That's Mick Ultra. It's yeah, just refreshing. But this is like lighter and even more refreshing. No shit. Old Milwaukee Light. It comes in a blue can. Because Milwaukee's best is now old Milwaukee horrible. and Milwaukee's horrible. best are not the same thing. They're not. Milwaukee's best is terrible. Milwaukee's best ice is even worse. They're all terrible. I will tell you what though, the best Milwaukee's best ices I ever had were after my house burned down, my fridge we pulled the fridge was kind of okay. My dad pulled out the cans of Old Milwaukee or <laughs> Milwaukee's Best Ice out of the fridge. They tasted like fire, but they tasted really good. Are you shitting? I drank me? some of those afterwards, and that was, those are the best old, the best Milwaukee's Best Ice that I ever had. So you literally need to burn your shit you for do. it to taste good. You need to burn your entire house down for it to taste good. But you know, I'm not gonna say it's worth it because it's not. But that's that's what you got to do. Yeah, I got a joke for you. Oh God, what do you call a cow that twitches? I don't know, man. Beef jerky. <laughs> that was pretty good. Okay, well, let me ask you this. We still got a few more minutes, I think. Um, do you believe that Barry Manilow and Rod Stewart are the same person? 
Yeah, they look exactly like. You ever like... look at those two guys? Like I thought they were the same person for the longest time. Dude, we're we they... have to tweet this. We have to tweet us out. So we're gonna have it out on Twitter, guys. Check us out at thirty in the T H R T Y I N T H E. We'll have some pictures up there shortly of Barry Manilow and Rod Stewart. Are these guys not the same guy? Okay, here is Rod Stewart. Boy, he's looking rough, huh? He's looking more like Barry. I, if you were to show me that picture, I'd think that was Barry Manilow. <laughs> Dead serious. There's no way they're not the same person. That, to me, I think I thought that was Rod Stewart. So, yep, they're Man, definitely the same person. he's looking rough, too. You know, Botox, plastic surgery. Man, they're both looking rough, but they definitely do look the same. They're, they are definitely the same people. I definitely agree. Let me see. Well, let me see what else I got for this today. You got anything else, man? Um, I don't really have anything else. I'm gonna see if I got anything else. What do, what do you um, got? Oh, I don't, I'm. I think I'm gonna save this one. Do you know who's in charge of the Houston Texans right now? It's a guy by the name of Jack Easterby, and we need to do an entire episode on this guy. Oh God! Because he he, he his claim to fame was he was the Patriots chaplain, and now he's the executive vice president of the Houston Texans. I think you told me about this, and it's kind of weird because. Right now, all they got is him, and they got Romeo Cornell at age 73, who's the interim head coach. Those are the top two football decision makers for the Houston Texans right now. That's rough. The Patriots chaplain <laughs> and their former defensive coordinator, basically. <laughs> yeah, they need to get that. They need to get something. So we're, we got to do a whole episode on this guy because I've, I'm trying to do research on Jack Easter. I've been trying to do this for like a month now. You can't find anything about this guy. He doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Like, and then every time you look at his team bio, his bio changes. Like, every week you look at it, so there's something different about his, his former history as an executive in the NFL. Hmm. It's constantly changing. So he's worked for the Jaguars for a while. But every time you click on his profile. Maybe there's, like, a, maybe we can come up with some type of conspiracy theory. He is an alien is what it is. You he's posing he... as a Christian pastor. I think he's an alien. You think? It's the only thing that makes sense. Huh. Yeah, we'll do an episode on him. Yeah. Anyways, um, got anything else? I do, actually. Oh, boy. Here we go. You're a clever guy, so I have a riddle for you. Oh, Jesus. You might not figure it out. I don't know. My team leader told me this when I first started on the team. Very, It's it's pretty good. All right. So this is how it goes. You need to discover what it is. All right. A man built it and sold it. A man bought it but never used it. A man used it but didn't know it. What is it? You're going to have to repeat that for me. A man built it and sold it. A man bought it but he never used it. A man used it, but he didn't know it. What is it? You might need to wait till next episode. All right, guys, tweet us at <laughs> thirty in the T H I R T Y. No googling. T H I R T Y I N T H E. Tweet us if you have an answer to Ben's riddle. It's a good riddle. It took me. I'll have to ask my team leader how long it took me. I think it took me about 15, 20 minutes to figure it out. Maybe 15 minutes. It's going to take me probably 15 or 20 years, honestly. No, it won't. My wit you're, is, you're, you're, a pretty, you're a pretty clever guy. My wit is non-existent. Maybe it took me a half hour. I can't remember. All right, before we close it out, um, let me ask you this. What kind, of, what kind of stuff, outside of the show and outside of taking care of Hudson, what kind of stuff do you do for fun these days? There's really not a lot of whole time to do anything else. There's nothing. And I was thinking about that, too, like... My mind is fried right now. It's completely it's just, it's just fried. completely fried all the time. Like I was like I'm talking to like it's like even on Tinder. Like I should not be on Tinder, but I, I get her I, I'm on there a little bit. I'm trying to advertise a show, basically. <laughs> Dude, it, that, that's a good idea. It's not going well. But um like I'm in these conversations and I'm just like You know that you know that uh, joke I told you? 
Yes. You just reminded me of something. A long time ago, when I had my little stint on Tinder, a long time ago, I actually told a girl that joke. Did it work? No. We actually got into an argument that she thought I was being demeaning to cows. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, this is I think a true you, story. I think you steered clear. Get it? Get it? Get it? God damn it. God damn it. I didn't even try, didn't even try to do that. That was perfect. You're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, I think that about wraps it up for today. Thank you for thank you everybody for tuning in to four thirty in the morning. This is your boy Ben, and this is Pat, and we appreciate you guys listening. Please tweet us at thirty in the T H R T Y I N T. We have three followers. No shit. Yes, and we have one hundred and thirty listens, and twenty five people are active listeners of the show right now. <laughs> Dude, this is fantastic. You guys are the best. Thank you so much. Anyways, thank you very much, guys. Peace out. Peace. Do you know what you're talking about for this? Yeah. I had a little trouble. I had I had a couple wedgies that were really bad. I'm not I'm not even kidding. Like I had I had two two different times today. I had really bad wedgies and you can't you can't just pick them because then you're going to look like a moron. You can if you're wearing a paint suit. True. But I didn't have a paint suit on. So I have these wedgies, so you 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 got to you got to get rid of the wedgies, so you you try and hide, you know, picking your ass, right? Yeah. So you know, working at a factory, some people have you know stiff backs, so they you know they're stretching or whatever. So you probably you you get that on your side. Get what? People like trying to like stretch because they got aching ass backs. That's me every day. That's me all day every day. Yeah. So I attempted to do that, like you know, like some toe touches. So hopefully that the wedgie would release. Re- release organically? Yes, from the situation that it is in. We know that we're not putting any of this on the air, right? 